Thank you, Brian. Again, it's good to, to be with everybody uh, this morning. Uh, I echo Brian's uh, words about people watching from all over, and it's just so nice uh, to have people all around the country. Uh, I guess this is an international broadcast, right, with our friends from Canada joining as well. Isn't that cool? So, hey, last week I was at Harris Teeter here uh, in Old Town, and I, I was uh, uh, doing some, some shopping and uh, I got stuck in an aisle. You ever get stuck in an aisle? Well, I got stuck in an aisle. I was looking for some red pepper chili jam. Couldn't find it. Was looking, looking, looking. I was trying to make some Thai food that night. And anyway, so I'm standing there trying to find among all these flavors of jellies and jams and all this kind of stuff, red pepper chili jam. And I noticed this guy behind me. Now, behind the, the jam area in this Harris Teeter is the cereal aisle. And this guy, I don't know, he's 35, 40, somewhere in there. I had a mask, he had a mask, so I can't, can't quite tell his age. And all of a sudden, he was in that section of the cereal aisle that just screams your name when you walk by it. It's the sugar cereal aisle. And he was looking. There was Fruit Loops, and there was uh, Pebbles, and there was Cocoa Krispies, and all those kind of really good sugary snacks. And so I was kind of watching. I was kind of, you know, eavesdropping a little bit and kind of watching, what is he going to choose? And he picks one, and I'm pretty sure it was Fruit Loops. I was trying not to be too conspicuous, but I'm pretty sure it was the Fruit Loops because I saw the bright red box. And he put it in his cart, and then uh, at this Harris Teeter, uh, the checkout line was just like just a few feet away. He goes, and he looks like he's going to check out. And so I'm still staring at trying to find red pepper chili jam, by the way, which I never found. And all of a sudden, this guy comes behind me again he leaves his cart at the checkout lane. Don't you hate that when people do that in front of you? He leaves the cart there. He goes, he puts the, the sugar cereal back, and the next thing I see, he's carrying out some multigrain Cheerios. And I thought, man, this guy had a change of heart. He obviously had as a resolution or as a goal to reset his cereal diet uh, for 2022, and he went and got at least what seemed to be a healthier cereal. Now, I'm not going to ask you to go online and put your favorite sugary cereal in the chat, because if, if I did that, I would lose you to the kitchen uh, for the rest of our time. Well, today is, is the second Sunday of 2022, and we're still in that stretch of days in which many of us are considering how we can make better choices that we did in tw- than we did in 2021. Now, to help us with this series, uh, we're starting this new series today called Reaction. And in this series, we're taking a look at how we can pursue a biblical framework for dealing with some of the most challenging emotions in life, like anger and fear and failure. However, we're spending the first two Sundays, last week and this week, taking a look at, at what it means to intentionally grow spiritually in 2022 And obviously the goal for us is to lay a foundation so that we can deal with our emotions in a healthy way. The goal, the big goal, is so that we grow closer to Jesus and allow him to do his good work in our lives. Now last week we considered from a big picture standpoint what it means to reset our spiritual journey. And we were encouraged to be ready for the search. In other words, consider where you are now. Do an inventory. Where are you and where is Jesus? And why, if, if there is a distance, why is there a distance? And to mind that gap and do business with Jesus and, and assess where you are in your relationship with him. We talked about being ready for the surprise. Be ready for God to surprise you and to learn from those surprises this year. Be ready for God to work in your life in unexpected ways. What would it be like if we just opened the eyes of our hearts 
to just consider different ways that God may work and move in our lives. And then to be ready for those sticky moments, those God-ordained moments just in and of themselves that you know it when you, when you sense it, that it's going to stay with you the rest of your journey. Those sticky moments. I pray each one of us has a sticky moment in 2022, something that stays with us the rest of our lives that compel us and draw us closer to Christ. So this morning would be considered sort of a part two of last week, and I want to just continue the conversation. The text that Brian read earlier is from St. Paul's letter to the, to the Philippians, the church in Philippi. And in these introductory verses, Paul lays out three really important themes for the church in Philippi. Themes like the unity of the church, and he'll go on to address that in the letter. The incredible and faithful partnership of the Philippian church, the, the partnership they had with Paul in his missionary journeys. Just like we support missionaries today, Paul needed support then. It is a crucial part of being a healthy, vibrant church to be known as a people who support missionary work all around the world. Not just in Old Town, not just in the United States, but all around the world. We know that God loves all people. We want all people to know the love of Jesus. He also introduces this idea of their spiritual growth. In particular, the idea that their love would be saturated with wisdom and insight. And it's this last theme that I want us to focus on this morning. If you don't mind, let me read verses 4 through 6 again from that first chapter. He writes this, In all my prayers for you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you, he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. He who began a good work in you will be faithful to complete it. Now what is Paul talking about here? He's talking about our salvation. This is a wonderful passage for us to memorize. And this is our theme verse for 2022. Let's just read it together. Read it with me at home. Philippians 1, 6. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. This is one of the most powerful verses in all of Scripture. Why? Because it tells us that the God who called us and the God who gave us salvation is not finished with us. God doesn't just save us and then say, okay, you're on your own. Here, let me throw you into the deep end of this world. You're on your own. Hope it goes well. See you on the other side. No, God doesn't do that. God adopts us into his family, and then God works in our lives to redeem us and to shape us and to make us to be the people, the men and women that God wants us to be. And his promise is to work in your life to make you more and more and more like Jesus. Whenever we explore the idea of spiritual growth, drawing closer to Jesus. We are not talking about some sort of exercise that is dependent upon and limited by your willpower. Let me say that again. 
Whenever we talk about a reset, whenever we talk about starting a a new journey in 2022 and growing stronger, we are not talking about an exercise that is dependent upon your willpower. We're not talking about mustering the discipline to put the Fruit Loops back on the shelf and grab the grape nuts. No. We are talking about the power and the promise of God to turn our lives into something that is stunningly beautiful. When you come to Christ, you are immediately adopted into God's family. You receive God's salvation, but the working out of your salvation, the journey of becoming more and more like Jesus, is worked within you over time. It is a crock pot, not a microwave. And God promises to walk with you and to stay with you and not abandon you, but stay with you and shape you and to be the person he wants you to be. His promise is to complete the work. Have you ever seen a construction project that just didn't seem like it could get complete? His promise is to complete the work. Does anybody have a term paper that you just couldn't get completed? Or a a project around the house that you just couldn't get completed? God's not going to walk out on the project. He's right there. He will complete the work. Now you may be asking then, well, do I just go on autopilot? Or am I like one of those auto-driving, self-driving Teslas? Has anybody seen one of those yet? I've not seen one. At least I know. Maybe a car is coming down the road and nobody in it. I'm not sure. Or nobody driving it, I guess. What's the point in having an auto car if if you're not in it? I guess you have to be in it, right? Okay, you have to be in it. We do have some people in the sanctuary here this morning. That's that's who I'm talking to. Is that our goal, just go on autopilot? Are we passive observers? No. No. We submit to and engage the work of God. We join God. Let me mix metaphors here. We join God in tending the garden of our souls. We join God in this great and mighty work. And this is what I want to talk about today. This is a little bit of a different message this morning. Because what I want us to do with the rest of our time together is I'd like to introduce you to the 2022 Old Town Community Church Spiritual Growth Plan. Our commitment is to partner with you in 2022 as you open your life to the work of the Holy Spirit. And what I want us to do is just take a look at some of the aspects of this plan. Now, we believe that one of the most helpful ways to consider your spiritual growth is to, is to tend the garden of your soul by pursuing spiritual growth in three different powerful relationships. And there are three powerful relationships that Jesus lived out of. And you can call this maybe three-directional living. And, and if you've hung around here any amount of time, you, you've heard us talk about this before. But that is Jesus lived his relationship up with God in worship, in with his disciples. For us, that would be in with the community of faith. So up with God, in with the community of faith, and then out on mission to the world that God loves. We simply call this living up, in, and out. What does it mean to live up with God. One of the most powerful aspects of the life of Jesus was the constant communion that he had with his father. Last week we looked at that great passage when he was 12 years old 
and he was at the temple. And when Mary and Joseph finally found him, they said, well, didn't you know I needed to be in my father's house? I needed to be in my father's house, connecting with him. We know that he was in the desert praying and fasting as he prepared for his ministry when he was tempted by the evil one. We see often in the Gospels where he pulled away for prayer. He prayed to his father in the Garden of Gethsemane, and he called out to his father on the cross. He was very intentional about cultivating his relationship with God. One of my favorite hymn lyrics is one we're going to sing a little bit later, but it's come thy fount of every blessing. Come thou fount of every blessing. Tune my heart to sing thy grace. Streams of mercy never ceasing. Call for songs of loudest praise. Teach me some melodious sonnet sung by flaming tongues above. Tune my heart to sing thy grace. What if you had that experience this year? God, tune my heart to sing thy grace. And then verse 3, all to grace, how great a debtor daily I'm constrained to be. Let thy goodness like a fetter bring my wandering heart to thee. Prone to wander, Lord, I feel it. Prone to leave the God I love. Here's my heart. Oh, take and seal it. Seal it for thy courts above. Do you see the rhythm that the hymn writer is, is describing there, the dynamic in the relationship? God, I count on you, your promise to complete the work in me. I count on you to tune my heart so that I will sing your praise. But God, I confess that I am prone to wander. I feel it, prone to leave I, the Lord I love. But then, God, here's my heart. Here it is. That's our part. God, here's my heart. Now take and seal it. In that one hymn, we see this idea of a confession of faith. We see a confession of, 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 of not being faithful. And then we see a recommitment. Here's my heart. Now take and seal it. Worship, confession, recommitment. What if 2022 was the year for you to say, God, here's my heart, take it and seal it. Tune my heart to sing thy grace. In 2022, the spiritual growth plan, we have very intentional ways for you to grow up with God in worship and in Bible study and discipleship and prayer. You can read the specifics on our website, oldtown.cc backslash SGP, spiritual growth plan. That's oldtown.cc backslash SGP. But let me just share with you just a few things. There are more. We've developed an intentional worship plan so that you can prepare for worship every single Sunday, whether you're out in, 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 in Oregon or down in Florida or in Canada or no matter where you are, if you're across the street but you're not able to come to the sanctuary, there's an intentional worship plan, a way for you to prepare your heart for the worship of God. There's two Bible study cohorts that will meet this year to explore the, the Bible together. They'll meet once in the spring and once in the fall. Pastor Brian is going to lead one called Foundations, and I'm going to lead one called Digging Deeper. I encourage you to go online and look at the details there. And then Pastor Brian and I will be facilitating a guided personal spiritual retreat in May Lord willing that we can go and, and get away and be able to do this and take those who want to have this kind of experience. Those are just a few ways that you can cultivate your relationship up with God this year in 2022. But let's keep going. Because there's three directions, right? So that's one direction. The second direction is in with the community of faith. 
Jesus spent a lot of time with his disciples. They were his community of faith, even though their faith was (laughs) developing, right? There was the 12, and within the 12, he had the inner circle of three. There were many more, including the 72 he sent out. There were his good friends, Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. The Christian journey is not meant to be a solo journey. We're not meant to live the Christian faith in isolation. We can't quarantine the faith. We can't do it. We're meant to have a community of faith, a journey with others. We need each other. We need each other in the pursuit of holiness. We need each other to uh, have this sense of, 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 of shared worship of God. We need each other to be bold and courageous on mission, doing the work of God beyond the walls of the church. I've shared this story before, but when I think about a picture of the church and the support and encouragement of the church, this, this story always comes to mind. It's that leading image. It's one of those sticky moments that the Lord drew into my life when I was in third grade. When I was in third grade, uh, my little brother Todd was sick, and so he stayed home from church that day uh, with my mom. He didn't stay home by himself. He was only like three or four. You can imagine one of Brian's kids staying home by anyway. But he was just a little bit older than them. And, uh, and my dad drove the church buses. Back when churches had buses and they would drive around picking up people. And so my sister and my other brother and myself and my dad, we all went to church. We actually got to ride the bus with dad as, as he drove the church bus. It was a cold, it was a December uh, Sunday. Well, we get to church, we go to uh, Sunday school, we do that. And then when we left Sunday school and we went to what we called, kids called big church, we went to worship service. I noticed my dad wasn't there, and some really close family friends said, hey, you're going to sit with us for a while. Well, it turns out on the way home after church, they, they took us home, and they told us on the way home that, that in between Sunday school and church that our house had caught fire. Uh, we had a, a gas dryer in the laundry room. The, the gas dryer caught fire. My little brother, Todd, actually saw and discovered the fire. He ran and got my mom, and they got out of the house, went across the street, and called the church. And so I was in third grade at the time. I didn't quite get it, didn't quite understand everything that was going on. But I will never forget two images as we were riding uh, with our friends, riding home from church. Two images popped in my mind, two images that were seared, sticky moments in my mind uh, as we pulled down that road. We pulled down the road, and all of a sudden I saw my house, and it was charred. It wasn't burnt all the way to the ground, but it was burnt a lot, and it was charred. But the other image I saw was the yard just full of people from the church. They had stopped at restaurants to get food. They were already ready to help us with with, uh, lodging and arrangements. And the yard was just full of people, friends from the church. Now what's interesting is when I think about that moment, that sticky moment from third grade that God drew into my mind, I can barely see the charred house. What I see is the yard full of the church. That's the image that stuck with me. That's the church of Jesus, living in with the community of faith, supporting one another, caring for one another, encouraging one another, doing that which is needed to help each other stay strong and to be courageous in the faith. What a powerful, powerful image. And that is one of the ways that we can be 
the church for one another. What if 2022 was the year that you grew closer to your Christian community? What if that was the year? What if this is the year for you to do that? In the 2022 spiritual growth plan, we have very specific opportunities for you to grow closer to the community of faith. Join a, a table group. Join a ministry service team. Ask anybody who serves regularly with others on a ministry service team. They draw really close. They get really close to one another. Discern your spiritual gifts and be intentional about how you can serve the church in your giftedness. This actually draws you closer to the body of Christ. There's some more suggestions there on the plan on the website. Well, that's two. So we live up with God. We live in with the community of faith. And then there's this other really special special relationship, and that's out with the world or out on mission with the world that God loves. Up, in, and out. Jesus lived on mission and pursued those who were outside of the kingdom of God. He was uh, criticized because he was a friend of tax collectors and sinners. We know the the great story of of the woman at the well that Jesus Jesus ministered to and, and reached out to the story of, wonderful story of Zacchaeus. And then there's what I call simply the, the great Luke 15 trilogy. Those three parables. The only time Jesus told three parables on the same subject. There was a shepherd who had a hundred sheep and he lost one. There's a woman who had ten coins and she lost one. There's a father who had two sons and one went away. And in each one of those, the lost is being pursued. The shepherd leaves the the found sheep and goes and looks for the lost. The woman turns the house upside down and looks for the lost coin and and knows the nine are secure. And then the father just is this wonderful image of, of, of waiting, hoping, praying for the lost son to be returned home. Out on mission with the world that God absolutely loves. The church was designed for the purpose of God's mission in the world. That's what we were designed for. It's not like, oh, each little church has this little mission call. No, 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 no. It's God has a mission. We serve a missionary God. God is on mission in the world. And God said, you know what? I'm going to develop a church. I'm going to birth a church. I'm going to shape a church for that mission. That's what we were designed for. Look at this graphic that I have on the screen for you. It's a, a beautiful graphic. And it, it, it basically shows how God is a missionary God, right? So God is on mission in the world. God sent Israel as a nation to be a vessel of God's glory to the world. Out of Israel came God's Son, and God sent Jesus to the world because God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. And then on the day of Pentecost, God sent the Spirit uh, into the world to, to permeate the lives of believers. And through the Spirit, God has sent the church to be on mission in the world. We have been sent by God. We're, we're a sent people. We have been sent by God to proclaim His life over death, His peace over chaos, His hope over despair. And we get to be a part of that great, great mission. We want to help you fulfill your missionary call in 2022. How can you do this? Again, join 
a mission service team. Develop a plan to connect with 10 new neighbors in 2022. Participate in an OTCC Loves ALX event. Become a prayer partner for international mission, missionaries or organizations. We've got a list of those on our website. You can become a prayer partner with these folks as they're on mission. And if possible, if Lord willing, we can take a mission trip in the fall and, and even go internationally potentially on mission to the world that God loves. Up with God. In with the community of faith. Out on mission in the world, to the world that God deeply loves. Two final words. As you consider your spiritual journey this year in these three directions, it's important to live them in balance. We need all three to be the people that God wants us to be. It's not like, hey, I think I'll focus on worship this year. You know, that's my goal for 2022. I'm just going to focus on worship this year and neglect the community of faith or neglect, neglect mission. So we need a balance of all three. You may assess your life. You may assess your spiritual journey, and you might say, you know, my, the, my up with God is going well, but, you know, I've not really been living in toward the community of faith, or, or boy, I'm really living strongly toward believers and up in Bible study, but, you know, that mission thing, I've kind of outsourced that to other people. No, we need all three to grow and to live in balance. Second, I want to encourage you to take the plunge. Take the plunge and make the commitment. And here's what I want to prayerfully ask you to consider doing. Commit to a spiritual growth plan in 2022. Just commit to growing in 2022. Connect with me or Pastor Brian to discuss your commitment to grow spiritually. We'll be glad to schedule Zoom appointments with you. Just email us. We'd love to hear that you've committed to a spiritual growth plan. And then customize your plan under the leadership of the Holy Spirit. Pastor Brian or I will sit with you, and, and you can see the spiritual growth plan. You can say, you know, I think I'd like to do this and, and this and this. I believe the Lord's calling me to, to, to grow stronger in this way. Or if it's not something on the plan, hey, this is what I think can help. We'd be, we'd be so honored and so thrilled to chat with you and to coach you and to celebrate with you as you develop your plan. And then live it out. Live it out. I can't wait to see how God works. I can't wait to see how God works in and through each one of us in 2022. This is a journey we'll take together. And I'm so excited about it. So go to the website, read about the opportunities, commit and connect. Amen. Amen. Let's pray together. <clears throat> Lord God, we thank you for working in us. We thank you that you commit to work in us through us, and Lord, sometimes on us. And so, God, for this commitment you've made to us, we just, we bow in humble adoration, and we thank you. We confess, God, that we don't always partner with you. We don't always desire to partner with you to tend the garden of our souls. Lord, hear those prayers of confession this morning. Hear the prayers of re 
committing to you. Here's my heart, Lord. Take and seal it. Hear those prayers this morning. God, thank you. And may we all, by your grace, have all that we need to grow closer to you this year. Let 2022, God, be the year that we look more like Jesus. In his name we ask, and in his name we pray. Amen. Now, Brian and Amy are going to lead us.